Hello, creative people. Welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend your time with us. I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and to empower people, especially adults, to own their voices and talents that come in so many different forms. This space was created to talk to people with all different kinds of jobs, hobbies and interests, and to have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. How do you define creativity? How do you incorporate it into your life? And why do you think it's important? Then we have a free-flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to speak to so many. I've spoken to musicians, comedians, doctor, lawyer, wrestlers, Reiki masters, and entrepreneurs as young as 13. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute, it is necessary. People have defined creativity as that magic spark, how we show up in our life, imagination, basically all that we are and want to be, do, or have. So I believe from my heart that sharing these stories gives one the ability to expand their thinking, open themselves up for more self-expression, to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. So my inspiring guest for today is Marianne St. Clair. She is internationally recognized as the women's number one muse and mentor. She's a published author, international speaker, and leader. She helps her clients to live orgasmic lives, both professionally and personally, through the process of reclaiming their sovereignty in all capacities, sexually, emotionally, financially, creatively, and relationally, and has taught these techniques to thousands of people around the world. Marianne, welcome to the space. Hollis, thank you for having me. I apologize for the glitch on this. <laughs> I thought I had it down. It wasn't coming up. So thank you for that beautiful you're, introduction. You're welcome. You're welcome. So glad that you're here. And do you have your notifications off just to give a heads up? Yes, I do. Okay. And I'm hearing me um, in the background. It's like echoing. Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. You sound nice, loud and clear, but I'm hearing me. I don't know how to do that. Okay. Let's see. Um, okay. I'm not hearing you now. Okay. When that's on, when you're muted, let's see. I can't hear you then, I guess if you're off that way. Okay. Are you let's hearing see, an see. echo when it, it's... Let me see. Okay, I'm still... Yeah, I hear it. Darn it. Um, let me go out and come back in. Um, let's see. Let's see if I hear it now. Right now I don't. Okay. Oh, because you had the speaker, because you had it off. Hmm. Okay, let's see. I'm not exactly sure. It's not doing it when you're muted, but so when I'll you're come not muted. Back and forth in between. I guess, yeah. I would have you go out and come. It shouldn't have to do that. Maybe try going out and come back in one more time and let's see if that makes some kind of a difference. 
Okay, can you tell me how to do that? I don't know. Do you, do you see the exit? Um, or it says to leave? I know before we didn't have the headphones in, so there wasn't an issue. Do you have, um, is it like Bluetooth or? No, or, it, it's, and Marion joined the room, Marion Collin, let me see, hang up, okay. Okay. Okay, let's see. Let's see if that What's makes that? a let's see if this makes a difference. How okay. do you is that okay. better? I think so. I don't hear myself. Okay. Great. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Okay, you did it. <laughs> High five. <laughs> High five. <laughs> so, Marianne, why don't you before we do um a deep dive, tell us just a little bit of something that you want to share before we even get to know you more, please. Ah, well, you know, I would like to just surface just for a minute, what I call the invoking the power of the muse. And I think that a lot of listeners and a lot of people may not know what a muse is. And I think in the next five years, you're going to see a lot of muses, you're going to see muses become almost like a very well-regarded person on people's teams, the way on a person's team, kind of like a coach is now. Um, the coach is a masculine form of helper. It's kind of like, you know, you tell them um, they have a proven system or they have a way of doing something to help you get there. Whereas the muse comes from the feminine. And the muse is sparking creativity, sparking that which is within you, bringing forth what is already there, but shining light on from the feminine perspective. So I just thought I would put that in the space that um, a muse, muses are on the rise. I love that intro. That is such a great way to open this space up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because using that word muse, it's true. A lot of people don't know exactly what that means. And um, yeah, that was a beautiful, um, it was a beautiful way to, to open up. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. You're okay. Welcome. So let's dive into, let's do our would you rather first, and then we'll dive into the first official, official question. So Marian, are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. I just got done with a three-hour masterclass. I am ready. I am oh. in my zone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. So would you rather be invisible or be able to fly? Hmm. I think I'd rather be able to fly. I like being connected to people. So if I'm invisible, I think I would miss out or they would miss out on, you know, true connection. Whereas being able to fly, um, I use the hot air balloon a lot in my, um, in my work. And I believe being able to fly, you can soar to new heights, you can get up into 
um, elevations of um, seeing things that you couldn't see before. You have a much more expanded viewpoint on life. So I think I'd rather fly. And there's a sense of freedom. There's a true sense of freedom with flying. Have you ever had the flying dreams? No, I haven't. Me neither. My husband has them, or he has had them a lot. He was before. I don't know about now. I haven't asked him recently. But I was like, I have never had a flying dream. And we had this conversation one time, and he's like, oh, yeah. I was like offhanded, like this flippant, like, of course, haven't you? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not been one in mine. Um, that sounds exciting. You know, maybe I'll, maybe before I go to sleep tonight, I'll, I'll ask for a flying dream and maybe I'll go who knows where. Who knows where. The possibilities are endless. Aren't they? I agree. Okay. okay. So let's dive in. So thank you for all that. So here we go with the first official, official question, which is how do you define creativity? Oh, I think it is part of our life force. I think it is, uh, it is expanding into what is unknown. It's allowing self-expression to come through, whatever that looks like. May it be dance or painting or... Um, and it doesn't even have to be the expressive arts, but, and it can be parts of the unknown coming into the known. Mm. The unknown coming into the known. So this whole concept, when you said, um, like the soaring to new, it's like the hot air balloon. Yeah. <laughs> In a sense, there's this expansion, there's this going into places that is unknown and it's allowing for it to happen instead of um, restricting or pulling it back, being in fear. Yeah, because I think you have to be in an expanded state. You have to, um, you have to be open to allowing rather than forcing and trying to make something happen. I think true creativity is, you know, an energy that moves through us and we are just part of the vessel that brings it into form. But I think it's, it's, it's erotic energy. It's, it's sensual energy. It's all of the parts of, um, true life force coming through us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because as you were saying that, I was like, what I call this here, living an orgasmic life professionally and personally, it's, mm -hmm. it is, it's sensual, it's this thing where it's like, it, it's electrifying, it does, it moves through you and it's kind of uncontrollable and feels really good. Yeah, and when we get into that flow of it, when we, when we're in that, thread and it's we're being very fluid and tapped into I call it you know one pleasureful experience after another then you know you're living orgasmically because you're living in bliss you're living from a place of 
moving towards things that feel good, that felt sense, that, you know, because pleasure is a, a felt sense. It's in the body. It's, and when, we, when we're just in our heads and we're trying to use our thinking, we're not truly um, experiencing the full depth, multi-dimensionally, multi-orgasmically um, that we could. Yeah, I think that is a really important distinction, the whole head and the feeling, the body, the heart, the, the everything, the really uh, feeling it in your body. Um, there is, we know, we know that feeling, we might disregard that feeling, but the feeling of when you get excited and you have those butterflies in your stomach and you're feeling those tingles and those sensations, um, it just kind of can help guide you and spark a real emotion in you. Yeah, and so often, you know, in our culture, we're completely disembodied and shut down, and especially in the stress cookers that people are in every day, you know, that shuts down our libido, our willpower. That shuts down our, um, it drives our our energy deeper down into our bodies, you know, to where we can't really access it. So when we're, when we begin to turn it on, when we begin to feel those sensations, sometimes be a little weird for people because they haven't felt the sensations. They're used to when they feel something, go take an aspirin or, you know, go, go try to get rid of it rather than truly feeling all of the ups and downs of our sensations. I like how you just said it dives deeper into our bodies. It's such kind of a more poetic way of saying that we repress. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Repress or suppress. Yeah. Yeah. The way that you worded it, I was like, that just sounds so much better. Rather than express, you know, rather than allowing it to come through, we, yeah, it goes deeper down and, and it's, I want to feel all the feels because when it goes deeper down, when our life force and when we're living up in our head and we're, we're dying versus, versus truly living, you know, we don't want to, a lot of people don't want to feel the highs and lows. They don't want to, they don't want to, they want to feel the highs, but they don't want to feel the lows. They just keep going and, and med, self-medicating in ways, um, whether or not it be, you know, um, drugs or taking an aspirin or rather than truly feeling and what happens then is if you can't be with the lows think of a an ekg or a, a you know getting hooked up to a heart monitor at the hospital and mm -hmm. you, you see it it goes way high and way low and in each heartbeat but what happens when it gets flatlined what happens when, and people stay in their comfort zone, and that's a good indication of comfort zone, is you're dead, you know, you're dying inside. So creativity wants to be alive, you know, it moves through us. It's a, it's a totally an energy that to be expressed. Yes, couldn't agree more. My, one of my taglines is explore, express, expand. Uh -huh. I loved it <laughs> when I heard you today. I loved so, you know, as you went into explaining 
those different aspects of creativity. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So Marianne, let's learn a little bit more about you. Why don't you tell us more about your journey, um, wherever you want to start, whether it's childhood and if you felt like you were a creative person or a teenager, wherever you want to start, just in general, let's, let's hear more of who you are. Ooh, yeah, that, that could go many different directions. I know it could. I know it's a broad question, but. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you a brief glimpse into my journey. I've always been a creative. I went to college. Uh, I mean, even in elementary school, even, I mean, I was always in the art programs and, um, I went to college to be a photographer. Um, I use that to help people, you know, see the world in different ways and see it anew. Um, and so I went to college at 16. I graduated at 16. I went to wow. Fort Lauderdale Art Institute. Wow. And yeah, I'm always kind of an early achiever in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's like yeah. two, years. two years, man. Yeah. And I... Um, I did, you know, I've done pretty much everything early, um, but I did have some sexual trauma. I did. I was molested twice when I was young. So that kind of took me a little bit. Um, I, it wasn't where I shut down. I liked the pleasure that I received. So I've always carried that sexual energy. I've always didn't really know how to channel it. I didn't really know what it was because in our culture, it's, you know, it, it's, we don't talk about things. We, we shut it all down and, um, you know, we're not really taught to express it. So, yeah. um, through my journey, through my, um, learning, you know, about myself and I started my spiritual journey when I was in my late twenties. And that took me into the body, that took me into becoming a massage therapist, which I had already been healing and doing things most of my life. My mom and my grandmother, they were like, oh, we can't take Marianne around anybody because she, you know, will start taking on other people's, you know, the old lady's illnesses. So they kind of didn't know what to do with me. Um, and so it wasn't until I started learning about the body. Then, as I was going through massage school, is right at the time that the first beginning coaches were starting to come out. And so I've been a, a life coach for 26 years. And that was like at the beginning of the, the wave. And so it's always been about the feminine. I I couldn't quite understand, you know, the masculine ways. I couldn't understand about how to do, do, do to make business and everything. And so I was always in my creativity. And so I found ways to express um, through massage. And that took me into the body even deeper and understanding all of this sensuality and understanding sexuality. And now I'm a sex educator along with how 
does someone when they're fully embodied in their feminine and in their masculine how does it want to be expressed you know and giving people the permission to be themselves rather than everything that they've stuffed and suppressed and so you know so i want to share one part of my journey that i think is important here mm -hmm. and that is my daughter had a um my oldest daughter she uh her father died in a car accident her she had an accident on a horse and her central nervous system went haywire and so it it's been this journey of understanding the body, understanding the central nervous system, understanding what happens when we put everybody before ourselves and take care of everybody else, what happens to us. And so through her journey, um, she went all the way to hospice. And at that time, I knew that either I, I had to kind of save myself because that journey was very intense. It was, I was at the point of burnout. I was like, I was questioning my life. What, what was, you know, when was it going to be my turn? When was I gonna get my life back? When was I going to um, feel happy and joy and everything again? And it wasn't until I chose me. And then I began painting. I began painting vibrant colored sea turtles and that sort of brought slowed me down brought me home to me and the metaphor of the turtles you know turtle energy is a lot of coming home and so that started my journey into pleasure and i had always talked about play and how important play was. And I play, I wrote articles for many years on play, but the world wasn't ready for it. And so now, pleasure, I don't care if they're ready for it or not, they're getting Marianne talking about it. <laughs> because it is transformative when you stop focusing on everything that is your pains, and you take that 180 turn and you start prioritizing your pleasure it's it's you're tapping back into what's naturally you your natural instincts your energy and starts flowing through you and it's like I've aged 10 years in the verse. It's like I tapped into the fountain of youth. Mm. But if you think about it, when you're in those lower vibrations of pain and um, fear and guilt, and you're yeah. very repressed, you're in a contracted state. Not much life force is moving through you. Right. But when you open up and you expand and you focus on pleasure and you let it move through you and you move from one pleasureful moment and you're living an orgasmic life it is like like ecstasy bliss whatever you're living uh, and yes times will be crappy i mean i had a crappy day earlier today and but yet 
oh, I just got reminded of who I am and what I am and the life force that's moving through me. And it just, I moved to higher states and felt, you know, I feel amazing now, even after three hours of teaching. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my journey. There's a few, there's a bunch of things I want to say. Um, but I want to just kind of go back and recognize what you said that all the way back in the beginning of your journey. So your mother and grandmother recognized the fact that you were very empathic. Yes. Yes. How old were you then that they kind of recognized that where they were like, we can't have Marianne around these people because she's going to pick up on it. Four to six. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty ahead of their time, too, for recognizing that. They recognized it. They didn't know what to do with it. They didn't know how to help me. They didn't know how to, you know, I was like the black sheep. I was like, you know, the they, they, they did not have the tools. They were not even in their own awareness. Um, and I don't, they, they, they weren't, um, they didn't have the tools to teach me or to guide me or to help me stay open or to, um, you know, help me channel it. Right. Right. I guess I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of like, wow, to understand that, to just stop and recognize that and be like, it sucks that they didn't know how to help you um, at that time. But the fact that they weren't just like, oh, Marianne's weird. <laughs> or why does that keep happening? We don't understand what's happening with you. Um, there was some kind of more specific recognition of this is what's happening. We have no idea what to do for you. Right. But it's happening. Right. And with my daughter, I was fully aware. I yeah. I fully helped her stay open, fully helped her into her gifts and, you know, her empathic with horses. And she was at age 14, she was running a horse hippotherapy type pro program called From Fear to Freedom. And she named her program Drop Your Reins. And I mean, she was teaching adults at age 14 how to, um, you know, tune in and um, to the horses and see the real you through a horse's view. So she, both my girls have had an awake and aware mom, but I didn't have that. Right, right. But through these lessons, you really were able to provide for them. Yes. In this way, so which is a true consciousness gift. evolving. <laughs> yes, majorly. So when your daughter was in hospice, how old was she in hospice? And she she's okay, she's come out on the other end, like she's, um, she didn't pass. She didn't pass. She's in the hospital as we speak right now. And she's been in for two weeks. Okay. She's sepsis and she's fighting for her life right now. Okay. Um, so that's what's real and in the space. And um, at 23 is when she was in hospice. She had given birth to her first son, who is now seven. And we have a gen genetic um, um, syndrome called Ehlers-Danlos, and it's connective tissue. And so it it's the hypermobile people that you know. Um, the people who are flexible, who are stretchy, mm -hmm. who are, yeah. but, but it affects everything. And I see a lot of autistic that are also 
um, that are on the spectrum that are also um, Ehlers-Danlos because you think about the fluidity of how their brains are, how the connective tissue is evolving, how, you know, the breakdown, I don't know. I, I just see like some correlations that through our journey with a lot of um, people, my daughter has it a lot more than I do, a lot more than, you know, my ancestors. And she um, really has uh, challenges, you know, with hers. You look at her, she thinks you'd think she's perfectly normal and her body doesn't play nice. Her veins are very, um, uh, uh, what do you want to call it? Um, they're very, they burst easily. So, um, yeah, but she is very empathic. She's very connected to the horses. She's very sensitive. Um, she helps people develop relationships mm -hmm. um, using the horses. Um, so it's it's very advanced work. Yes. My gosh, and what a gift. I mean, at 14 years old, obviously mm. so tapped in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As, as Abraham Hicks says, you know, tapped in, turned on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, it's, um, and keeping those gifts um, in mainstream and keeping herself to where the mainstream doesn't hurt her is is an interesting journey too yeah wow i'm so, so much that's happening for you right now um and it's is, part of my journey it is a part of your journey it's that's... actually the next question i think is a good segue into kind of learning more about you and how you are able to be in this space to allow more flow and deal with all of what goes on in every day and not repress, which is how do you incorporate more creativity into your own life? One is being present in the moment mm -hmm. because I feel that every moment is a creative moment. It's not just when we sit down with a paintbrush or just when we, you know, engage in a creative activity. I feel that life is um, my playground and it's how I live life and how I choose to live life. Yeah. Um, I also feel that with everything going on, um, I, I connect inside, you know, I find that, that deep still peace within me and when I stay connected there and out of my head that wants to take me into the deep, dark neighborhood of everything that's wrong and start um, sensationalizing it and making it wrong. So what I try to do is just stay present and stay connected to life and what life is giving me to experience and how I connect with and how I'm using creativity is I, I use it with my work. I use it to inspire and bring the muse 
um, to people so that it sparks that creativity within them. Mm -hmm. um, and I paint, I bring, um, I do a lot of just a, a lot of play in various forms, you know, from, from playing with my grandkids to um, creating on the, you know, my, my, um, my webinars and different um, things on Canva. I love to create graphics and that's part of my journey. Plus photography. I love capturing people. I love bringing beauty forward, you know, and capturing beauty all yeah. around us. When you're, when you're um, with photography, do you have a preference for um, people, landscape, anything? I love people. Mm -hmm. I love people because I love bringing the coaching and bringing the, all of the aspects together and then allowing them to come forward, allowing them to fully be seen. Um, so, and in ways that they possibly have never seen themselves, you know. Do you, with, with your um, clients, do you ever do any kind of photography sessions with them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I like to, you know, I like to capture what I see in them. Yeah. There as is. As they come alive, as they look different, as they change and transform, you know, it's, it's always great to give them a visual representation of who they're being. Gosh, that is so freaking powerful. Mm. I, I mean, we... So many people, I think, don't recognize and realize, or maybe they do, that we physically look different when we're in these situations, when we're feeling more stress. I mean, it's kind of obvious when you look in and you see, I look tired. I look, you know, when you're feeling sad, you have, a, a there's a body posture, there's a um, look on your face, you just, the coloring of your skin, it is reflected in a certain way. And then when you're feeling more excited, when you're feeling the higher energies, excited, happy, passionate, then it appears differently in, in all of those ways, our skin tone, our, our gestures, our, um, you know, how bright our eyes are. So I think it's just really beautiful that you can capture that in those photographic moments. Well, we are energy and that's that's what we are you know and so allowing more of those higher vibrations allowing more energy to flow through you you're going to look more vibrant you're going to look more um i call it luscious um and you know when you're not when you're in the lower you're going to feel more uh you're going to look more and have more of an appearance of dull and um, you know, more dingy or, um, you're, you're not, you're not showing your full light because your light shines through you mm -hmm. as you are in those higher expanded states. Yes.
Yes. <sighs> I think everybody is just important to kind of just take that in for a minute and just understand that it it's it is it's all about the flow it's all about the movement it's it feels a certain way when we become aware in our bodies i know for me i'm just like ah like but it is in the expression because we're human and we have the highs and the lows like you said earlier and you're going to feel certain things not everything is rainbows and unicorns mm. but it is how we allow that it's in the allowing well and it's who we're being mm. you know if we're in the moment we're aware of who we're being, you know, we take and we're not, you know, in next week or thinking about Thanksgiving or thinking about what happened <clears throat> yesterday, but how is life moving through us right now? And when we can slow down and be present and open to more and allow more to flow through us and be consciously aware and choosing, yes, every moment something could happen. I mean, you know, it's been two weeks of, oh, a journey with, with what's been happening with my daughter. And, um, you know, I, I could spiral down into, and most people would, but because I've been on this journey and understanding and understanding how I respond and how I look at life and how I can be with life and how that life isn't doing things to me, that life is doing things for me. Hmm. And so if I understand life from that perspective, then I can welcome in, okay, what can I gain from this experience? What can I, what wisdom, what nuggets, what um, treasures is it? And then how can that transform me into being um, more of my light in the world? And how can I affect other people by that? Well, what you said right there is just a game changer. How can I be with life? Life is doing things for me, not to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just, bam, <laughs> changes yeah. everything. It does, doesn't it? it? It It is like a whole perspective change. It's a 180. And then when you add, am I prioritizing my pleasure or am I in all the pain of it all? You know, and uh, life is, and like I said, life is, my playground how am i going to experience it am i going to spiral all day today tomorrow the next day and oh my gosh boo-hoo about everything that's happening or can i be there for my daughter give her inspiration give her hugs through the the phone you know try try to get everything done so i can go see her to give her actual hugs and um take care of her sons you know, that's what my greatest gift I can give to her right now is she knows her babies are taken care of. Right. Right. Whew. Okay. So highs and lows, highs and lows, Hollis, highs and lows. It's <laughs> the more pleasure I take in, the more pleasure I understand, the deeper the lows are. And 
it's you know those deep ones that can slice through yeah but and i welcome it in which i guess when so when you're talking about bringing it in and really feeling into that mm -hmm. do, you, do you notice for yourself do you need time away from others so you don't take in anybody else's energy and have time to process because you're going in or do you go in but feel like you need connection on the outside no i'm i'm not an introvert i'm not a person who needs i i do like my time i do like to go out in nature i do like to have my own sense of self and i energize with people mm -hmm. so um i i like um to be in connection with others so even as this is happening and you're going internally and you're in a low and you're feeling the feelings you do still want to be around others i would say in and out i don't say i recluse and go and i don't say that i want to go be around others to escape it yeah but i think um it's i always check in with how does this feel how how am, is this right you know should i move in this direction my body is my point of power my body is my reference to knowing and, you know, I don't know if I can say it on here or whatever, but a, in a woman, as a woman, my pussy is my power and listening to her direction, like asking her a question, does this feel really good? Should I go in that direction? And uh, pulsing. And I mean, there's so many nerve endings and um, our erotic energy is our most powerful energy that moves through us it's life force and so being shut down in our sexuality being shut down in our body our sensuality we are cutting off and not in our most deepest truest multi-dimensional multi um um inner you know we're just we're we're like I, I talk about it like a, a old analog TV. And if you remember, we would have to sit there with the dial and try and tune it in to, yes. you know, a, a, a maybe a station that we could get, a UHF or a VHF station, right? And there was all the static and there was all the... Yeah. And when we get in our bodies and we are in our erotic energy and we're allowing it to flow through and we're and i don't mean that you have to go have sex every night i mean your erotic energy is in you but you do have to cultivate it and let it come through you and not shut it down and that's part of the work i do with my clients is to to open up and as you brought in you know esther hicks it's tuned in and turned on i mean we need to be turned on to our life energy and when we are then we're like a high definition tv 
we're like a these new 4D where you look at them and oh hi mm, Technicolor baby it's like yeah. wow I could reach out and I can touch that and it's like right there it's and that's the difference is when we are shut down we're like that that old analog TV when we're in letting this energy flow through us it is so vibrant it is so juicy and luscious you know and it makes life that way yeah those are such great descriptive words like they just feel good in saying them juicy luscious yeah like very rich mm. they um you know they downloads and downloads through the years it's i just and I, you know what? I used to have friends and I used to have my mom or my sister would be like, Marianne, you can't talk like that. You can't express like that. People don't, you know, that's just too far out. And now it's like I had a conversation with my mom and she was like, Marianne, I don't know if you should be using like luscious and I don't know why you need to talk about sexuality and stuff. And I'm like, mom, here, let me show you my phone and let me let me read these testimonials to you. And I said, this isn't about you, mom. This isn't about your discomfort. <laughs> this is about the people that I am helping to come alive. And, you know, move from feeling dead to coming alive. And that's what we all truly want. We want to feel alive and like life is moving through us and with us you know yeah i mean we want to be an active participant we want to feel like energized and feel excited and feel all of these feels i mean it feels shitty to feel dead to feel right. tired to feel i mean it just feels horrible um numb Numb. Numb. Oh. Yes. I mean, you want to see the Technicolor. You want to see when in The Wizard of Oz, as much as that movie creeps me out, um, when she <laughs> lands and kills the witch and all of a sudden it's in bright Technicolor. Like, yeah. We want that. Well, you go back and you learn all the metaphysical meaning in that movie. Wow. It's like a whole different ball game to what we were thinking <laughs> it was as kids. <laughs> That's you know, who the Wizard of Oz and peeling back and what's behind the curtain and what the the lion and the tiger, I mean, the lion and the tin man and the yellow brick road. I mean, go look up the metaphysical meanings. It's like, wow. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever did that? You know, I haven't. I was just, thank you for that. I actually, oh. was, I, I heard how horribly they treated her. I mean, she was basically, she had an eating disorder and oh all, yeah, all of this stuff going on, but Besides that, I mean, I just found it creepy, like those monkeys with the wings. And yeah, but you need to go do like read all up on and what the, the original shoes, the original shoes were not Ruby. They did the sensationalism for Ruby for the movie, but the right. original shoes were, um, were, um, um, silver. They were, and, so, you know, the the going back home is what she was trying to do, is coming back home to herself. So you'll be blown away when you go look at the 
the true whole meaning, the metaphysical meanings of that movie. It'll be like, wow, I never knew that. Holy crap. Wow. So interesting, everybody. Yes. <laughs> We're all going to be going to look up metaphysical, um, the Wizard of Oz. So it's, oh my God. So cool when just all of these underlying meanings, it's just peeling back the layers of just this, thinking of it in this sense, it's kind of like that, um, the creative brain that comes up with these ideas. And then and then there's a lot of collaboration um, in making it come to life, but how there's a perception of something, but then when you find out what the real, um, where it really came from, it's like, interesting. Right? Right? Yeah. 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 Never would have known that. <laughs> Okay, so I just want to tell you real quick. So the yeah. silver shoes yeah. were the version of the silver cord that connects the physical bodies with the astral bodies. Oh my gosh. And the, yeah, and the wizard symbolizes the god figure of organized religion. And um, yeah, you just need to go look at all the seven, there's seven spiritual um, like meanings and everything in it. And it's so fascinating. Um, I had a friend who taught a course on it years ago. And, um, you know, there's the, the witches. And so, yeah, have fun with it. Hmm. So I guess the last question on this. So is this a breakdown of what we from a medical, a metaphysical point of view of the breakdown and like analyzing it from that perspective? Or is it kind of like, this is what they meant in the underlying? That's what they meant That's in the underlying. Meant. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And Brahms, and Brahms, um, you know, his, uh, you know, just like when you go into things like Men in Black or you go to um, The Matrix, you watch yeah. The Matrix and it's just a movie, but you watch, you understand the red and blue pill and all the things, right. or you, you know, right, there's right. just so much right. um, that is that is right here in front of us. Yes. Um, and when we soften, it's like that 3D image all of a sudden pops and comes forward. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're looking at the those 3D pictures and they look like just a bunch of pixelations, but if you soften, your eyes and how you see and take a deep breath all of a sudden like here comes uh something out of it there's always so much that we don't know you know so much that's right here that we don't know and i don't know i'm just feeling drawn to kind of share this um and how people perceive things so when my son was about five or so six i was reading some book i remember we were laying on top of his bunk bed and I was reading a book about the solar system and there was something about the sun and uh, the fact that it was going to burn out in however many millions of years. And all of a sudden he started like getting really anxious and started like, he got really upset. And I was like, what's going on, babe? And he said, well, we're all going to die. I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, you said the sun is going to burn out. <laughs> I'm like, babe, that's in millions of years. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's not happening like right now. That's going to be like in a really long time. <laughs> yeah. And that's all we do is we're meaning making machines. 
And how we hear something, how we perceive something, how we're taught something. Um, You know, in my work, the first part of it is turn off and that's unlearn to relearn. And it's, you know, it's so important to be flexible, to not take the things that you were taught as truth. Because so much of it, 90, probably 9% is not something that's absolute truth. Mm-hmm. And so having the flexibility to um, Alvin Toffler um, said a quote that the illiterate of the 21st century is not those who cannot read and write. It will be those who cannot um Learn, unlearn, and relearn. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. <sighs> so much power in all of this. Okay. So tell us, before we get to the last question, mm-hmm. I'd like to hear real quick. Um, do you have any kind of a morning routine? A pleasure practice <laughs> because I want to bring forward my erotic energy. I want to be in it. I want to open it up and well open the channels. And I want to um, really fully embody um, all of my pleasure that I can for the day and bring it first and foremost and focus on it and make it a priority. So for the first hour, um, even if, you know, the morning doesn't necessarily lean towards a erotic practice, then it's how I still focus um, as I move to feeding my grandkids or doing something. It's all focused pleasure. Mm-hmm. How I sit down and, you know, maybe take my bite of breakfast or um, how I even allow it to enter my body to give me nourishment. You know, it's all of those types of bringing awareness to and slowing down to what I'm actually focusing on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, throughout everything that you've been saying throughout this conversation, I keep hearing the word awareness. Mm -hmm. Just bringing so much of that forward. Forward, absolutely. Yeah, and the slowing down. So the third and final question is, so why do you think creativity is important? Um, I would just put that back. What comes to my mind is why would we think it's not important? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yes. It's just so simple, you know? Yes. It's, it's kind of like when I say in the opening, you know, that, um, creativity is not cute. It's necessary it's getting beyond for me, it's, it's getting beyond this societal definition that, um, creativity is drawing and painting and you uh-huh. know, visual arts and it's da, 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 da. Um, but when we actually realize, which is something that you said and something I've said so many times that basically creativity is life. It's that energy. It's that life force. Yep. 
that when people actually understand that and embrace that and realize that it brings them more joy and connection and expression and exploration and then how could it not be important right and it's simplest of forms <laughs> let's don't overcomplicate it let's just why isn't it oh my gosh marion how can people connect with you uh let's see if they would love to take and learn more if they've like been inspired in some way, then I do have the biz, B-I-Z of pleasure.com forward slash masterclass every week um, where it's a deep dive into this work. Um, it is where you can learn more about pleasure, how to begin your pleasure journey. And, you know, we think pleasure is just sex, but it's so much more. And on all social medias, uh, it's Marianne St. Clair, M-A-R-I-A-N-N-E. So with an I, and then my last name, St. Clair. So I say I'm a saint, not a sinner, <laughs> so that, that people can remember that. But on all social medias, um, it's Marianne St. Clair. And um, my website also, MarianneStClair.com. Mm -hmm. And if I was smart, I would have had a text such and such and give you a free gift. But if any of your listeners um, would like to send me a message on any of the social medias, I have a free gift for you on untaming. It's a guide to untaming your pleasure. Wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. So grateful. So the masterclass, so you said it's weekly? It's weekly mm -hmm. and it changes. But if they go to that, um, my website, bizofpleasure.com, and it's not business of pleasure, it's biz, B-I-Z mm -hmm. of pleasure, okay. um, forward slash masterclass. It has the different times during the month right. because there's Australian people, there's you know, people in Europe. So I try to stagger it and do it different days and different times so that people can make it. Yeah. 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 That's great. Wonderful. So before we say our official goodbyes, is there anything that's top of mind or anything that you feel like you want to say, or do you feel like you're good? I feel like I want to just encourage people that you know, this is live right now. And as you're going through the holidays, and as you're going through, um, you know, this next time when it's life can be so much ex about expectations and how we think life should be and what we think we should be doing and that I just encourage you to take a step back, slow down, Remember that life is about, you know, you and how you're expressing, but it also is about sharing the love. And when you're all stressed out and everything, you can't be stressed and feeling love at the same time. So just remember, prioritize your pleasure, give other people pleasure, and have a wonderful holiday and Remember to 
love one another. Oh, I am so grateful, Marianne. Thank you so much for hanging out for this hour and chatting with us and inspiring us. I really appreciate you. I appreciate being asked and I appreciate you, Hollis. It's been wonderful getting to know you. I hope we continue to deepen this relationship and our friendship. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. Sending so much love your way and wishing you a wonderful holiday. Um, and everybody, thank you so much. Those that joined us live, those catching the replay, we know you could be doing anything with your hour and we so appreciate you hanging out and spending it with us. The space is all about inspiring each other, connecting and sharing stories. So please like, follow, share all of that good stuff. Cause I feel like we've always needed it, but I think we need it now more than ever. We Absolutely. Need, we need the connection. We need to uplift each other and we need to be in flow. So wherever you are listening in the world, I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon and a good evening and look forward to speaking to everybody soon. Okay. Goodbye everybody. Feeling inspired? Let's just get rid of this, throw away this whole perfectionism thing, this whole concept that we have to know how to do everything. You know what? You don't. <laughs> Let's just do things and try things and realize what we like and what we don't like. It's all part of the process. The self-awareness feels so good. You feel more connection to yourself, connection to others, and huh? be a happier, more joyful person. Just imagine that. So you are where you are in the process. So you can dip your toe in the water to try new things at a slower pace, or you can dive right in. Here at I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, we meet you where you are. So there are so many ways to check us out. Explore our experiential kits. They have everything in them that you need to try new things. You don't have to buy anything else but this kit and just explore. There's Creative Shui, which is seven elements to join happiness. Through the Publishing House, Express Yourself Publishing, multi-author books, copy books, solo book opportunities. It is all about expression, all about it. And it's, again, just trying these things and realizing what you're good at. Don't all of a sudden think that you only fit into one box because we don't. We are not made for boxes. <laughs> there is also my TV show, I Am Creative. Check it out. The links are all in the body of this podcast. You can just click the link. And you know what? Don't say, oh, maybe I'll check it out tomorrow. Life's too short. Just click it. See what it's about. There is honestly no judgment. It's all about exploring the possibilities, expressing yourself, and expanding your thinking. I will give you the website, which is IamCreativePhilly.com. So I am creative Philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y.com. And just remember that you are an expressive being, so own it. I am looking forward to hearing your story because we all have one. <laughs>